everyone. Hi there. Welcome to Cracker Classics. Woo! Weekly podcast where a couple of white guys watch old movies that were made for people like us. <laughs> and cringe at the people like us from back then. Not feel good about it. No. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, that's Ian. Hi. This is Joshua. That's Joshua, yeah. And I already told you what we do, but if you're you probably know what we do. Well, what are we doing today? Same thing we do every day, Pinky. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think there's any world dominance in this movie. No, um, I'm isn't there an imaginary sure. rabbit? I think that's all I know about this. That's movie. pretty much all I know. Yeah. 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 This week we're watching Harvey, Jimmy Stewart, and an imaginary rabbit, and um, Donnie Darko. I guess I don't know. Donnie Darko's in this? No, well, that's all that comes to mind when I hear imaginary rabbit in a movie. Yeah, but I think this rabbit's like eight feet tall or something. Supposed to be. Yeah, he's supposed to be some giant rabbit, and only Jimmy Stewart yeah. sees him, and everyone thinks he's crazy, and not just because he's Jimmy Stewart, so but was, because he sees the rabbit. Is this a comedy? It's supposed to be a comedy. <laughs> I believe it's supposed to be a comedy, but maybe with a little poignancy to can't it. Can't be sure with Jimmy Stewart. <laughs> this is true. Yeah. Um, Mr. Smith Goes to Washington was kind of a comedy. <laughs> uh, In parts, from, at least. Only from our current perspective. Um, yeah. yeah. And it was a dark comedy. Uh, this should be a yeah. lighter comedy, I would imagine. Full of um, nonsense, but also uh, disparaging mental illness. Of course. I would imagine. And carrots disappearing in midair. Oh, bye, bye, bye. I mean, even think about the visual effects in here could be interesting <laughs> it could be fun yeah using 1950s special effects yeah like, do you know anything about plot or anything like that no, no i already told you jimmy stewart <laughs> sees a rabbit no one else does i'm reaching here because I, I know nothing that there's people around him who are you know trying to get him committed or tell him he's crazy or something and the one love interest lady who believes him for reasons to move the plot along. There's <laughs> always one person who's crazy enough to love the crazy person. Historically, that's been me. I wasn't pointing fingers. <laughs> and I was thinking like Nancy for Sid Vicious or... Or Sid for Nancy, for that matter. <laughs> well, that's true. We could debate about who was the crazier one in that relationship. <laughs> You know, you had Nicole Kidman for Tom Cruise and Katie Holmes for Tom Cruise. Yeah, and... <laughs> it's a it's a archetype of our world, I do believe. So I imagine it's in here. Yeah, probably. Or is it like a Mama's Boy situation where the uh, quote love who defends him is just mom? That's entirely possible as well. Makes it creepy though. The more I think about it. Yeah, then we get into a Norman Bates sort of situation. Ooh, precursor to Psycho. Is this a prequel? Is it a prequel? (laughs) I I doubt it. Um, Hitchcock never really did um, imaginary things. The horrors were always very real in his movies. That's true. But is this the same rabbit as the one that appears in Monty Python and the Holy Grail? No. How violent is this rabbit? That I don't know, but it's not the same, because this one's giant. And mm, that was a normal-sized rabbit that You're was right. just big, 
fangy teeth. But it was no ordinary rabbit. No, it was no ordinary rabbit. I, mean, I don't know what ordinary rabbit is. Most rabbits are kind of interesting. At least the ones that make it into movies. Well, that's true. And you got Peter Rabbit and... The Velveteen Rabbit. Mm-hmm. Is there a rabbit and Babe Pig in the city? You know, I don't remember. I kind of don't think so. Oh, there's a rabbit and Winnie the Pooh. Yeah. That's an odd duck. And who could forget Roger Rabbit? Ah, oh, the best of all mm-hmm. TV movie rabbits. I had to save the best for last. But, yeah. Yes. <laughs> but maybe Harvey is a better rabbit. We'll see. I think we should go find out. Yeah. I think the rabbit is named Harvey. Yeah. I think so. But we'll go watch it and find out. We'll come back with uh, intermission impressions. Maybe some carrots. Mmm, carrots. We'll be back. Oh, well. So are we sure that Jimmy Stewart's the crazy one here? No. Good. Um, hmm. I think everyone else is crazy. Thank you. Jimmy Stewart's perfectly sane. Mm -hmm. Yeah, okay, he sees this giant rabbit, who's apparently a spirit from Celtic mythology, which is pretty fascinating. I like that part. Yeah. Yeah, everyone else is out of their wacky little minds. Yeah. With the possible exception of the orderly Wilson. He's not out of his mind. He's just a misogynist asshole. Uh, yeah, he's the takes orders kind of guy. Yeah. Uh, which, if that's what you are, fine. Jimmy but... Stewart's kind of takes orders kind of guy, too. Uh, he said really. he pretty much does what's asked of him. Yeah, but we haven't seen him. It, 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 that's a little different, because um, he's not being told that he has to do something he's being asked that's true and the orderly is very much uh tell me what to do and i do it how high Which sir is exactly yes sir yes Cut that space barge yeah Lift that space pail yeah <laughs> exactly yeah his sister it, wow wow i don't know where to begin with her she knows her astrology yeah not that that's any indication of your mental state, but she loves her uh, societal appearances. Yes. And how everything's supposed to be. Oh, on that note, it just boggles my mind how people treat Jimmy Stewart. Like, upon meeting his imaginary friend, which at this point we're still... Running on that assumption, I'm guessing. Uh, yeah. it, it might it might be a puka. It might be what whatever. It's he's still a very nice, gentle, calm, friendly person. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Why the fuck are you flipping the fuck out? This is just true. because he's got an imaginary friend from your perspective. We'll we'll, we'll go with that. Mm-hmm. Like the fuck is wrong with you people? Yeah. Well, it's just not right. It's not. Proper in society these days. Oh, God. I, or something. I, I don't know. People. Gross. Yeah. Uh. <laughs> this does paint a fascinating picture of society and how yeah. everyone's got their appearances and you have to act and be and dress a certain way to fit in, which he is doing all of those things. The only difference is that he always has to introduce everyone to Harvey. I, 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 Which again is the proper thing to do if you yeah if you've that got a friend there. there yeah it's not nice it's my to friend just Harvey yeah ignore that your your friend has not been 
introduced to the crowd. I don't know. She goes to commit him and is talking to the psychiatrist and she admits that she's seen him too. Yeah. And what that means exactly, I'm not sure. Like, does that she actually like think... see him? Yeah. Or is she just fucking crazy? And I. That leads me more towards the interpretation that Harvey is actually real. Mm-hmm. That was what I was thinking. Um, and it takes a special sight to see him. That's fine. There are things like that in this world. Well, according to that dictionary entry, would... and see. That's uh, I, I think that's a little more evidence that Harvey is real. Mm-hmm. I was just getting to that. <laughs> yes, um, Billy yeah. appears to certain people, but then uh, somehow magically changed the dictionary entry to yep. say, "How are you, Mister Wilson?" Yes, <laughs> just a little magic there. Yep. That's what I'd do if I were an imaginary rabbit. Of course. Fuck with people. Oh, God, yes. I wish there was a little more, like, special effects related where Harvey is concerned. I mean, it's sort of there, but when he, like, opens doors for him and stuff, if the door just stayed open just a smidge longer after Jimmy Stewart goes through it. Or opened slightly more before Jimmy Stewart walked through. Just yeah. like little subtleties to show that he's really there and it's not just Jimmy Stewart compensating. I don't, his I don't know. I, th- I think we're supposed to be wondering if he's really there. I think that's mm. a big part of I could see that. what's going on here. There's sort of a miracle on 34th Street thing happening here. Kinda, where yeah. Do you believe or do you not believe? <laughs> <laughs> this is just a little more uh, comedic. Yeah. And borderline uh, offensive as to... Uh, oh, it's... Mm, although not... A few friends, actually. To be, to be fair, it's not uh, inaccurate to life. I have... Not 1950, no. Oh, especially not... But I mean, in, in my life, I've interacted with several psychiatrists like that that mm. are absolutely oblivious to what's actually happening in front of them because they know better because ah. they went to school. Yep. Years of training. Years of training. What what was it? I wrote it down. Uh, Psychologically specialized training takes years of it. Mm -hmm. To do what? Learn how to ignore the people in front of you and what they're actually saying to you? Be a misogynist. Ooh, yeah, yeah. A little bit. Yeah. Just the way he's treating the receptionist. Oh, God. Just, wow. Yeah. Go up there. Work your your womanly. Work those eyes. Do the wiggle. Mm-hmm. It doesn't work on me, but I've seen it work on so many others. Oh, God. Ah, gross. Yeah. He's not even the head psychiatrist. New no. guy the place is named after. He just sits in his office all day and he doesn't see patients. Yeah. Until there's a threat of a lawsuit. Oh, God. Now he's got to go out and look for Jimmy Stewart. Mm. Yeah. The assumptions this psychiatrist is making. Oh, he drinks? Oh, yeah. Clearly, you're an alcoholic, and that's a huge problem. Which, I mean, alcoholism is an issue, but it's not... It's only an issue if it gets in the way of normal functioning, like life functioning in life. Mm -hmm. And it can affect your health, physical health. It will definitely affect your physical health. I mean, that's... But to jump to such a conclusion like that, it's not professional. No. But again, rather apt for the time that we're 
this movie yeah. takes place. And what the movie seems to be saying, whether intentionally or not. Uh, uh, we are sort of shining a light into how we approached mental health in 1950. Yeah. Wasn't good. It's all euphemisms. Escort means drag. Mm-hmm. And then we see it. Yeah. Lifted up his sister and carried her kicking and screaming from the flowers into yeah. the hospital. Yeah. All on a mistaken identity. Well, it wasn't a mistaken a misdiagnosis. Identity, but, yeah. And though to be fair, she could stand to have a little bit of psychological treatment too. Yep. I mean, this is competent psychological treatment. Well, yes. But but she has an obsessive tendencies. Mm-hmm. She's very concerned about her appearance and how she's going to fit in society. What people will think of her. Which that is shown with the terribleness of all the women at that party. Well. As yeah. soon as Harvey shows up, they're like, oh, I have a headache. I'm leaving. Yep. Oh, no, I can't stay. This is just not proper or whatever. They're all garbage people, too. Yeah. Which is unfortunate because, again, he is the nicest man. It's lovely. Yeah. I'd hang out with him and Harvey, have a drink or two. Yeah. Or five, apparently. It is a little weird <laughs> that he's inviting people that he just met to his house for dinner. Eh. It's, it's just a little weird. Maybe just a little too forward. Maybe. But even the guy operating the gate at the hospital, oh, come over to my house for dinner sometime. Yeah. I don't know. Just seems like a friendly guy. Yeah. I think I'm just... As my socially awkward self, yes, yeah. feels a little too forward. I talked to you for two minutes, and now you're inviting me to dinner. Kind of a red flag in my book. <laughs> it was different back then, of course. Well, and he's also, like, actually engaging these people. They're, That's true. It's not small talk, oh, come over to my house. It's true. actual interest in who they are as a human being. He is establishing human connection. Yeah. Yeah. Like, it made sense with the doctor and the receptionist, because that was a longer conversation, and they sort of... There was that misunderstanding, quote-unquote, and that was, like, the basis to this cordial relationship. Yeah. That made more sense. But then it just sort of kept going. Well, the guy at the gate made sense. And, you know, we got to talking to him about his work, and the fact that he actually designed the gate, and was like, that's really cool. You seem cool. I want to know more about this. Mm-hmm. That's true. Come to dinner. Because I've been too isolated. <laughs> yeah, that's a... <laughs> it's a cordiality we do not experience in this century anymore, and that's probably a shame. In some ways. Yeah. I would love to be invited to dinner by Jenny, Jimmy Stewart, like, two minutes after meeting him. I do have a nitpicky thing. Yes. I know how tall Jimmy Stewart is. Yeah. He's pretty tall. He's 6'4". Yeah. But... He's looking up at Harvey. He keeps looking up at Harvey, who's only 6'3 and a half. Yeah. That's kind of bugging me. It wouldn't bug me if I didn't know how tall he was, but he's really tall. Well, the question is, is the 6'3 and a half include the ears? Why would you look up to look at the ears if you're talking to him? That's not nice. You don't talk to his ears, you would look at his face. I don't know. (laughs) Semantics is just the thing I noticed. That's a legit gripe, I'll give it to you. Now it's going to bug me, thanks. (laughs) Sorry. It's okay. (laughs) Uh, I am liking this, though there's a lot of squickiness. 
I I'm liking Jimmy Stewart. I'm liking some of the silliness a little bit to it. It kind of has a chaotic arsenic and old lace vibe. Kind of, yeah. But it's not without its problems. Ooh, definitely not. I mean, we're not approaching things in a healthy way here, like, at all. We also start off with a lawn jockey. That's true. But But, I mean, that house, and they came from money. The house is gorgeous, but it's clearly... The house is fantastic. It's a bougie house. Yeah. So they have money. Yep. I don't like the daughter. Myrtle May. Uh, she's better than Mom. True, but she's following too much in Mom's footsteps there. That's true, but she hasn't been fully corrupted yet. True. I think there's just not enough depth to her character yet. I don't think there's any depth to her character. But well, uh... Now that she's met a man... Even if it is the handsy, creepy, orderly. And you call this depth? Maybe it'll come at the time <laughs> here. She's making him a sandwich. You call this depth? For the 50s? It's about as steep as we could get. And I'm being really, really, really optimistic generous. here. Like, maybe we've got another 50 oh. minutes left of this movie. There might be some development there. Where she's not a piece of shit. But if she is a piece of shit, at least there's depth there. Oh, yes. She knows how to make two kinds of sandwiches. Egg and onion. Apparently that's a thing, too, because, like, she didn't even seem phased by it. Oh, yeah, of course egg and onion's another kind of sandwich. Yeah. Never heard of it. Man, I'm not going to try it. Is it maybe an egg salad, like, kind of thing? Maybe. But I don't know anyone that puts onions in their egg salad. You put, like, relish or pickles, maybe. I don't know. I don't do egg salad, so... I don't like my egg salad to crunch, so none of that shit goes in there. (laughs) That's just me. I've learned I can only make my own egg salad, because I make it the way I like it. (laughs) And I can't trust anyone else to make it for me. My only other question here. Rabbits drink alcohol? Pukas do. Okay. That makes sense now that we realize he's a, a puka and not just an imaginary rabbit. Yeah. But you ordered two martinis. Yeah. You could think, okay, he's drinking both of them. But if he's fully committed to the bet, he wouldn't. I don't know. Are you, Harvey. Are, are you sure, Harvey? You just don't feel like it today? Oh, yeah, of course. I'll finish it <laughs> off for you. Suppose there's that. <laughs> nice impression, by the way. Thanks. <laughs> so what do we think's gonna happen here i uh, i don't want to speculate no i really don't okay i had one thought but i can yeah. keep it to myself no, feel free i think harvey will reveal himself I, to the the general I hope players so. of our group here I, I, I it would make it fun mm-hmm. <laughs> he has a voice like danny devito oh god i don't know why that would be uh, incongruous for sure. Mm-hmm. Or maybe it's just Jimmy Stewart. Nah. Same voice. Maybe. Clarence. <laughs> I want to live again. <laughs> no. Sorry, wrong movie. Uh, <laughs> I'd like you to meet a dear friend of mine. 
It's not exactly fair. And can we, and I'm sorry, I have to bring this up. Every time he goes to say, I'd like you to meet a dear friend of mine, he gets cut off and someone else yeah, yeah. canaries out in their own conversation. That is so improper and it's not nice. He's introducing you to someone and you just completely bulldoze past that and go on with what you're talking about. Fuck you all. That's humanity. I know, but fuck you all. If you wish to be in proper society like all of these people think they are, uh, you have to keep up with all of the pretenses, including the fake handshaking and the, oh yeah, it's a pleasure to meet you, blah, 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 blah. I've made your acquaintance. Quote, proper society is created and maintained for the benefit of those that do steamroll over you in conversation, though. Okay, fair point. The rules only exist for them to use against you. <sighs> Fine. Explains why I am where I am in life. Mm-hmm. Me yeah. too. We don't fit in. I don't play that. And that's why it's okay, because I ain't going to fit in with you. I don't want to. Yeah. Nope. Thank you. I'm and good. it bugs you that I don't, isn't it? I don't know. I don't. I stop giving a shit what they think. Everyone wants you to play the game, and they don't like it when you don't want to play the game. Well, they don't like it when you play the game because you end up playing it better than they could. Well, there's that too. That's and that and that they, that pisses them off, and then it, it, yeah, I, I'm so over it. Anyway, imposter syndrome. <sighs> We should go finish this. Yeah, because I'm starting to get grumpy about that shit. (laughs) Let's go back to the giant rabbit. At least he's fuzzy and seems to be rather genial. Allegedly. You don't know if he's fuzzy or not. He's a rabbit. He could be shaved. Rabbits are... Oh, God, no. (laughs) (laughs) Now I've got an image in my head I don't want. Thanks. Rude. (laughs) <laughs> All right, movie. We'll be back for curtain call and some martinis. <laughs> and maybe an egg and onion. Uh, no. Harvey's shy. Yeah. He didn't reveal himself. <laughs> we got a painting of him, though. That was nice. That was great. Yeah. We did see him opening doors. Yeah, that helped. And he opened the gate. The very yeah, yeah. There. That was nice. Proof he does exist. And stole Vita's coin purse. <laughs> oh, Pukas. <laughs> I liked this second half. I did too. Yeah. Turned into a rather lovely film. Mm-hmm. There was still the issue of his sister, Vita. She sort of softened up by the end there. Sorta. But she still didn't want Myrtle to go with the orderly. Yeah. Which I get it. He manhandled her. Yeah. But, yeah. But it was his job, and she was fucking crazy. Yeah. Couldn't understand the uh, miscommunication thing. (laughs) Yeah, but it's a terrible job. Yeah, it is. In my opinions on Wilson, the orderly, I, I don't know. He didn't seem that great of a person, like, no, period. he really didn't. He was sweet with Myrtle. Yeah, that, that's my one conflicting thing there. But I don't really care for Myrtle either. So I guess just garbage people can go together and be happy, and maybe there'll be less garbage people together. I don't know. Uh, one would hope. Yeah. Sort of the same with the doctor. I was not 
fully convinced that they were in some sort of romantic entanglement until they were dancing. Yeah. I'm like, oh, you've danced before, and you have some sort of on-again, off-again Yeah, I'm pretty sure that's what it is, is the on-again, off-again thing. Which, I mean, you're dating someone you work with, who's your subordinate. Which was normal in the 50s. Yeah, but uh, still, it's... uh, uh, Makes all sorts of squickiness in your relationship. Well, yeah. But it's a 50s relationship, so yeah, you're right. It just fits. <laughs> but in the end, Jimmy Stewart had a positive effect on all of these people. And Harvey. Can't discount Harvey's contributions. Well, yeah, I think it was Harvey that made Jimmy the pleasant man that he is. So I liked that line. I almost wrote it down. Of You can either be smart in this world or pleasant. And being pleasant is easier. I was smart for a while, but now I'm pleasant, and I like that better. Hmm. I get that. To be smart in this world is... sucks. Yeah, it does. To be pleasant in this world is a challenge. It's just a different challenge than being smart. Yes. And you saw it all throughout this movie. He was pleasant. Then he was simple, nice... Everybody loved him. Well, almost everyone. Some people didn't like how he didn't fit in with how they wanted him. But hopefully Vita has lost those friends now. Well, they're society. They're not friends to begin with. Mm, True. They're all people play-acting and doing whatever that society thing is. And it's all about status and how you compare to others. And it's not real friendship. Yeah, but then, like, the taxi driver at the end, he didn't seem to give a damn about any of that kind of stuff. Yeah. He just worked, and, yeah, he was a little rough, but decent dude in the end. Yeah. To the point that he's willing to show up for dinner tomorrow night. Well, he was rough because he wasn't getting paid. True. Which is fair. And knowing the job, doing it for so many years, and pay me now so that you'll tip me now before you get that shot that turns you into a normal human being and you become awful i think the taxi driver understands life pretty well you don't want to be one of those normal society type appearances people yeah exactly they're awful yep be like jimmy stewart yep everyone eventually caught on to that i think tip well even be, after being told to not tip him because he was being rude. Yeah. Didn't listen to Vita there. Yeah. Because Vita was one of those people. Mm-hmm. I did like this in the end. There's a lot of squickiness and the things that just don't sit well these days. Yeah. But at least in the end, he didn't get that injection. And he didn't get committed. And we saw that the, the head doctor is just as emotionally fragile as the rest of us. Which yep. is always nice to see. Well, it's usually the case. Oh, yeah, we know it's the case, but we don't ever see it. Because it's hidden by those appearances of veneer and the play acting. And well, yeah. would much rather see some reality. And we kind of did, despite this movie having a puka in it. Who says pukas aren't real? Well, that's a debate we can have. Nope. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> It's just, there's a level of fantasy to this movie, but it helps bring out some reality here, which is kind of refreshing. I like that. Well, that's what the best fantasy does. It's true. At least brings out the good in reality. 
mm-hmm. the nastiness that we normally are exposed to day <laughs> in and day out from all the play actors. Yep. Can we call this an escapist movie? Yes. Okay, good. Like, it's, there's sort of realities in here, but it, they're pleasant realities. So it's a nice escape from <laughs> all the other stuff. Yep. I liked it. I wasn't sure I was going to in the beginning. No, no, that first half left me um, a little apprehensive mm-hmm. about where the movie was going and what was going to happen, which ultimately made the ending that much better. It's true. It's one of the reasons I stick around through terrible movies, which is probably bad because they don't usually turn out well. It always depends but on sometimes the movie. they do, but yeah. and when they do, it just makes it all the better. And damn it. <laughs> yeah, I was pleasantly surprised at how this went. Yes. Because I really wasn't sure and I was kind of worried. So my one big beef with this movie is our approach to mental health in here. If I have an injection, it'll cure you. Yep. If not, we can throw you in the bath upstairs and keep you in a padded room. All the psychos and arrows and schizos. Yeah, I mentioned that. Ugh, yeah. that. Uh don't like it that is certainly dated where this movie is concerned yep the idea of being pleasant towards others needs to come back in our world and that's why i would recommend this movie just to see a lot of people are pleasant yeah and they can have a pleasant effect on the world around them yes say this as someone who needs to work on his pleasantness (laughs) sometimes Mm -hmm. me too this day and age i think we all can i've known some people that they were rather pleasant and then i saw the unpleasant side of them which we all have it yeah it's there this is an idealist sort of movie where that's concerned because we don't see other sides to jimmy stewart's character i'm sure they're there maybe harvey is just that good and can completely change it (laughs) maybe We could all do with a Harvey. Yeah. Maybe don't get a painting of him, though. That was kind of creepy. It was a little creepy. It was funny, (laughs) but it was a little A little creepy. It reminded me of those, like, turn-of-the-century Easter Bunny photos. (laughs) (laughs) Not quite that bad, but... Halloween photos from, like, the 30s. Yeah, exactly. Really creepy. Yeah. Uh... see this folks yeah i do definitely recommend this Mm -hmm. don't go in too deep though i say what do you mean not sure i was gonna say don't fully commit to the bit but jimmy stewart fully committed to the bit and look how he turned out so i really don't know what i have to say here i know it wasn't a bit i don't know what i'm saying anymore i've been talking to vita too long yep starting to sound like her So we should draw this to a close. Alrighty. Thank you for listening, folks. Be sure to follow us on Twitter at Cracker Classics. Check out our website, crackerclassics.com. And subscribe to our Patreon. Patreon.com slash Cracker Classics. Give us those imaginary bills to pay for our imaginary things in life that some people think are very, very real. Because we're stuck pretending until, I don't know. Until Harvey reveals himself. I guess. Sounds like he could make the world such a better place if he just made himself known. Maybe. But I'm an idealist. 
Yep. See you later, folks. Bye.